Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Lash Tribe Show. My name is Julia Mann, and I'm the owner and founder of Lash Tribe. We help create successful and fully booked lash artists all over the world with the help of our online and in-person training programs. Now, due to the recent holiday, there was no new podcast recorded, and this is why I have decided because I want to give you some value throughout the week as well now that we're back with school and everything, um, I have decided to give you something that was previously recorded and that is really only available in our online courses. This time it's all about mindset. So really, really hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to share it if you feel like you're getting value and we will be back with another guest in the next episode. heard of the secret manifestation the law of vibration you already kind of have a little bit of an idea of what is to come but those of you who have never heard about it this is going to be a really great module to dive deep into it and really I guess explain the science behind getting whatever you want and I'm putting this like that because it doesn't just work like that okay I wanted to show you proof, really, of um, of how we can get what we want, but if we change how we think, right? It doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't just happen if we're sitting on the couch and wish, wishing a million dollars upon us. Unfortunately, it does not work that way at all. So again, you have probably heard of the secret. Um, so the secret works with the law of attraction, um, which is also called manifestation. And really, the idea is to turn a positive thought into anything you want and really make that become a reality. Now, when I first heard of it, I thought, oh my goodness, that sounds very woo-woo to me, which is not a bad thing at all. But I'm saying I always need to know how things work and why they actually work that the way they work. Over the last 10 months or so, I have actually been watching countless videos and researched um, within the realm of quantum physics and neuroscience, atoms and mass and uh, matter and all that kind of thing to really bring a lot more clarity to this topic. I mean, how cool would it be if we could just sit on the couch, like I said before, and wish a million dollars upon us and it was sent to us in the next second. But it's not as simple as that, okay? So I want to dive deep now into how manifestation works and why it works the way that it works. Now it all starts with Albert Einstein. Einstein's theory of relativity actually revealed how time and space are the same. They are made out of exactly the same and he says actually that everything is energy. So if I can quote him here, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. And I find that highly fascinating and so interesting and so I really wanted to dive deep into this. So basically, before we can talk about manifestation, I want to dive deeper into the quantum physics because he's talking about energy energy is everything 
So imagine energy. Energy actually travels in waves. Yeah. So if we're thinking about radio frequency or microwaves or brain waves, and these waves can actually be measured. Okay. So energy travels in waves. Those waves can be measured. So we can agree that everything is energy. Okay. Now, waves, it's like an up and down movement, correct? So if you're measuring brain waves, you can see a little thingy going up and down, up and down. It's measured in waves. So really, an up and down movement, if we know about physics, it's also called a vibration, okay? So our brain produces waves. And with that, we can really say our thoughts are energy and vibration. So in order to understand manifesting, we need to understand the law of vibration, okay? So let us talk about what everything is made out of. Like the smallest things in the world are actually atoms and subatomic particles. Everything we see around us, including us, is made up of atoms. And depending on how fast those atoms are moving around and cause this vibration that we talked about before, it will either form a solid, like a table or eyelash extensions, right? Or a liquid, such as water, or a gas, yeah? So if we talk about classical physics and general chemistry, this is also called matter. Matter is any substance that has mass. And takes up space by having volume. Yeah? Meta really is just in a state of constant vibration. Again, we have a table, for example. The table is made out of matter. Matter are really atoms and subatomic particles that are moving very, very fast or different speeds and they're creating this vibration. So really, Matter is just a state of constant vibration. And so are our thoughts. But I will talk through that. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's talk about those different forms of vibration. So take water, for example. Water can have many different forms. So we have, for example, slow vibrations and the water is frozen. We have fast vibrations, which is then the liquid water. And if we have atoms and atomic particles that are moving super, super fast, we have steam. Okay? So water can take on many, many different forms, but it will never fully disappear. This is why a lot of movies these days, I don't know if you've seen Frozen 2, but they talk about water has memory. Water remembers everything because water never disappears. Even if it is steam. It's still there and it will come back from the clouds and it will be there again in liquid form. So the matter never disappears. It's always there with us, okay? Let's talk about it in terms of a sheet of paper. For example, a sheet of paper is 500,000 atoms thick, yeah? Its specific vibration takes on the form of paper. We don't see the atoms. We just saw the form of paper, right? And if we now burn that paper, we actually change the vibration, okay? And it will take on a different form. The form of ash and or gas, yeah, it will never fully disappear. 
So we need to be in vibration all the time because we are naturally anyway and we are sending out different vibrations and those vibrations are what we want to attract. So we need to be in the vibration that will give us what we want to attract. We get into that even deeper and deeper and I hope you're not um, you're not completely lost so maybe rewatch this module if you don't fully understand. Let's talk about sound. I mean sound is a powerful vibration as well. If you're looking at a speaker and you're putting your hand onto the back of the speaker and you have something going with a really high bass, that music can create vibrations as well. And if I feel really sad or a little bit, sad, um, I don't know, a bit low, I might listen to some soothing music that is a little bit more in the sense of pulling my emotions back into something that's more happy and more energized. Or if I listen to really angry music, I feel really uneasy and I don't like it. Okay, so <laughs> heavy metal, I don't like to listen to because it puts me in a bad state, which is also called, I will have bad vibrations from it. Like I don't like it at all. Have you ever walked into a coffee shop? I do this all the time. I walk into a coffee shop and I go and look around and then I see a spot and I go, hmm, that feels okay. That is because it's matching up with the vibration that I have in that moment. I feel this is, has a good vibe. This is what we're talking about. Other sayings are like, change yourself, change your reality. Or be around successful like-minded people with high vibe personalities and you will kind of take on some of those traits and you will become more successful if you hang out with successful people. It's all very true, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe something I live by every day. But also, misery loves company. I mean, this is a sad way, but really miserable, sad people that are always complaining and always bickering, they will attract exactly those people as well. It's because those miserable people are in one vibration, even if it's a negative one, and they will attract someone else with that vibration. And together, they thrive in their misery. So it works either, both ways. Have you ever heard of the saying, all bad things come in three? That is so true because once we have experienced something really negative, it puts our whole body, our whole mind into this bad vibration and we are attracting more and more of the bad and it's a spiral downwards. It's actually just bad vibration attracting more bad vibration. But vice versa, if you have really high vibration, you're always in this constant heightened state and you feel like everything is in flow it will keep coming the good things will start happening to you more and more okay so it works both ways and we have to be very very careful with what we tell ourselves and how we speak to our own conscience and subconscious mind okay because we can really help ourselves lift us up but also pull us down take married couples everybody who has been married for many years knows that we do take on some traits of the other person and that is because we're taking on similar vibrations and they are attracted to each other. So the energy you put in is the energy you get back. Yeah. If you are really concentrating on one thing, you will usually be very good at that. If you think, oh, it's fine, I don't really care, you're never going to be good at it. My daughter always says, oh, I'm already good at singing and dancing. And then she looks at other people and goes, but they're so good. And I said, well, honey, because you need to practice. You need to put your all into it. 
and I will talk about neuroplasticity just in a minute, if you are concentrating on something, you're putting your whole being into it to embrace everything that is surrounding it, which is lashes as well, of course, you become really, really good at it. Now, physics also tell us that equal vibrations are attracted to one another and unequal vibrations repel from another. It's physics, yeah? That's what I just said about we're going a downward spiral, it gets worse and worse, and it will keep getting worse if we're not snapping out of it and vice versa. So positive attack positive and negative vibes attract negative vibes. It's very, very simple. It has nothing to do with magnets. That is a completely different thing, but physics also tell us about those vibrations. Yeah, it's the vibrations we're talking about. So let's dive deeper into the law of vibrations right now because this is what the manifesting is all about. The law of vibration is actually the most important thing with the law of attraction and manifestation. So we really want to know how do we get what we want, right? This is why it is so important that we are putting our mind in the state of high vibration and high flow and high energy on a daily basis from the time we wake up until the time we go to bed. How do we do that? Well, we can do things like journaling, writing down positive affirmations daily, standing in front of the mirror. I will give you so, so many more examples of what we can do, but just to kind of touch on it so that you understand, we need to help ourselves to be in that positive vibration daily, yeah? And if we stand in front of the mirror and tell ourselves, I'm ugly, I'm fat, then that's not going to put us into a very good state of vibration um, at all. So we need to stop that and snap out of it. So if you concentrate on the negative things um, also that you don't like and you're not happy with and you don't want, then that is exactly the energy that you are going to get back, okay? If you get up with the wrong foot, I mean, sayings are there for a reason, right? Everything that day will go wrong, or mostly everything, unless you're very, very good at changing your thoughts for that day. But again, it's a downward spiral. It gets worse and worse and worse. If you wake up really happy and ready to take like action for the day and everything feels easy and in your mind you already make yourself feel like everything is easy you're telling yourself everything is easy and um, one of the coaches i follow says this is easy this is simple this is fun your brain starts to believing it and i will talk about our brain um right now in a minute so if we wake up happy ready for the day everything is easy it will happen for us so this has to do with our brain and our network of 100 billions of neurons because this is what our brain is essentially made out of, yeah? Say we are learning everything and this is where we're going back into neuroplasticity. You know how I said earlier, my daughter wants to be good at something but doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to learn it. It will never happen for her. You need to be doing the thing that you want to learn and be good at all the time. Keep telling yourself that we're training our brain to do the same in the way that we think about positive thoughts. You can train your brain that the same way as you can train your brain to be good at lashes, yeah, or good at business, whatever you want to be good at. So say we are learning everything about lashes and everything about singing and music. You study it day in and day out. You will form those very, very strong connections from neurons, okay, in certain areas because of this. And they then form a connection with both sides of your brain. 
which will then enable you to be more creative, for example, or seeing things exactly like they need styling on their eyes. You know exactly what to do. Your fingers know exactly how to make a fan. It just feels easy. Sure, there's some days where it doesn't feel easy, but this is where we're upskilling and we're learning more and more and more, just like what you are doing right now. If you are studying everything about manifestation, you will become very, very good at it, okay? Now, if we are talking in terms of rationality, emotions and feelings, this can be trained in the exact same way because those are all neuro connections. So we need to be extremely self-aware of how we speak to ourselves and what we do to our bodies if we want to tap into those connections. Take anxiety, for example. There's so many anxious people in the world right now. Our brain can turn, um, can turn on all of our primitive defenses on, those defenses that we needed thousands of years ago to run away from a tiger, yeah, as if we are threatened. So even if we are not in imminent or life-threatening danger, at this stage I'm sitting in my house, I'm not going to get coronavirus just sitting in my house, but it's still on my mind. But some people are so bad that they're just imagining everything and everything's going to happen for them and they just get so anxious even though they're not in imminent danger right this very second, yeah? So this is our brain turning on our primitive defenses. Same with self-esteem or self-belief. It's linked super closely to the neurotransmitter serotonin. You probably have heard of that before. It's the feel-good hormone. And the more mean you are to yourself and other people, you can take away that serotonin and it will be suppressed, okay? So while the lack of serotonin often brings on anxiety and depression and self-destructive behavior or even suicide, unfortunately, this happens all the time if people don't know how to manage their emotions. On the other hand, you can train your brain to do the exact opposite and feel happy, feel fulfilled, have a lot of serotonin in their brain and this is what we need to do so all of this this learning and becoming really good at something and really concentrating in those spots is called neuro neuroplasticity it's a very difficult word to say yeah so neurons are firing all the time they have like a really high voltage and many firing together um, form brain waves yeah and those brain waves are now constantly going they are actually going to be measured by, when you, you have seen it before, I hope I find a picture and I can post it in here. I had this um, headpiece on and I was measuring my brain waves. You can measure the frequency of all of the different firings of the frequencies, yeah? So you can measure your attention, your memory, even your intelligence, your anxiety, and how you react to it with those frequencies. And those are actually classified as alpha, theta, and gamma waves. Okay, every single brain wave has their own kind of more of a lower vibration, and some have a really high vibration. Highly strung, very highly anxious people have a very fast, high vibrational frequency within the waves. So some are high, some are fast, as we've said, and some are slower waves, and then each of them is associated with different tasks as well. If you're running and you're thinking and you're seeing so many things around you or your brain won't stop ticking at night time, 
you constantly have this very, very high vibration, which also produces a lot of cortisol, which then goes into your belly, belly fat too, and makes you really anxious as well. So we need to really concentrate on our frequency and how we can make our frequency the one that we are able to tap into that will help us to be more positive, lose weight, love ourselves more and love others more as well. So let's talk about that frequency. We can compare the frequency to waves, as I've said before, turning on the radio, TV station, like tuning in. Yeah, so we can do the same with our frequency, our body frequency. All of those different waves are constantly above our heads. Yeah, TV, radio station, satellite stuff, with, without us actually seeing them. But that doesn't mean they're not there. If you were to put on glasses that you could see the vibration in the world, everything would just be spinning and vibrating and have like um, little waves everywhere constantly. And so all we have to do now is like turn on the TV or the radio and we're tuning into it. Okay, so our brain waves do exactly the same with the frequency. The brain waves can be changed depending on what we have experienced in our past as a baby, as a child growing up, as a teenager, through to adulthood. And we can also see this in how we think and how we even imagine things. And this is where the power of the brain of imagination comes in. Science shows us every day that our feelings and thoughts can be affected by things we encounter and people will talk to, right? We can feel good or about, bad about a situation and our neurons in our brain react accordingly. This is why imagination versus reality is something that I want to talk to you next. Because our subconscious mind doesn't actually know the difference between something that's actually happening to you. Like me flying, sitting in the plane, being scared, actually there in my seat ready for takeoff. Or me imagining that I am sitting in the plane ready for takeoff. I don't like flying, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. Our brain fires actually the exact same neurons. It is exactly the same response, whether we are actually there or whether we are imagining it. Okay? It is so, so important to note that. I will repeat it because this is the most important thing that will change your life. Whether something happens to you in reality or whether you are imagining it, you will have the same response to it. You will feel anxious or happy about it. You will feel sad or happy about it. You will feel depressed or happy about something. Okay, It is all up to you of how you want to feel. And this is why it's so important to know we can change how we imagine things and that will then change how reality is actually happening for us our thoughts will change everything everything is energy we can change that energy and that vibration we also have something called our sympathy neurons um, and they will make us be able to feel what others feel so if we've ever watched a movie that is really really sad and someone is crying, maybe we start crying. Are we watching something that's funny or someone laughing on video? Like the, the amount of times I scroll on my phone and I find a funny video and someone is laughing so loudly. I just, I can't help myself but laugh with them. It's exactly the same. Again, same vibration attracts 
the same vibration okay the same frequency attracts the same frequency this is why the placebo effect is so so high our thoughts are vibrations and are attracted to the state that we are in and how we imagine things and experience things if we want to see change in our lives in any way shape or form it has to start in our mind with our thoughts because thoughts create a vibration and we remember the same vibration attracts the same vibration which will then lead us to feel more positive and confident and that will then lead us to take the right action to achieve what we desire i will repeat this again if we want to see change in our lives in any way shape or form it has to start in our mind with our thoughts because thoughts then lead us to feel positive and confident which will then lead us to take the right action to achieve what we truly desire we are essentially putting ourselves into the right path the right frequency the right vibration where then we attract the same vibration and this is where the magic happens okay but if we feel sad insecure or depressed we are attracting exactly that because like right now many of us are depressed feeling scared and anxious this is why i created this course to snap us out of this because if we continue what we're doing the mass panic will never stop we will attract more of the negative and I want to avoid that, okay? If we stay in this vibration, the frame of mind, we attract more of that. We know that now. The brain doesn't actually know the difference between a negative wish and a positive wish. And I will explain that a little bit more in detail. So if we say to someone, for example, oh my God, we are running out of toilet paper. Everyone is going to panic and buy it, okay? If you sell to say to people, don't panic we have enough toilet paper we're still saying panic we're still saying uh, running out of toilet paper which is like a negative connotation um, and then everyone will run to the shops and buy all the toilet paper okay anyone wants to tell anyone something or makes them do something or feel a certain thing or not do something or do something and i hope this makes all sense we we need to reframe what we want to say so had our prime minister said don't panic they will still panic around to the shops of course and buy toilet paper because he has fired the negativity don't panic panic is a negative word so instead he could have said we are amazing we have so much stock i am so glad everyone is doing such a good job of course they're not doing a good job right now and that's why he would never say it but say he would have said that people would have felt comfortable and confident that there is enough stock there is so much stock we are in a great wealth situation with our country stuff like that again of course i wouldn't say that because they don't practice that kind of law of attraction but this is just an example okay so if you're staying in front of the mirror and you talk to yourself and say oh okay i don't want to be fat anymore i'm not going to be fat anymore it's still and fat i know it sounds horrible but people tell themselves that or oh, maybe overweight okay let's change it to overweight if you're telling yourself i don't want to be overweight anymore 
The negative word is overweight. You're attracting more of the negative. Our brain doesn't understand the difference. Okay, This is why we need to reframe it and reframe our mind and choose our words wisely. So you would probably stay in front of the mirror now and tell yourself, I am amazing, I am beautiful, I am skinny, I am awesome. Really create that beautiful body image that you want, but say like it is already in the here and now. This is the difference. Same with children. Children do not understand the difference of don't touch or touch. They just hear touch. So instead, I mean, how many times do we tell our children every day, don't touch that, don't do that, don't do that, pick that up, do that, don't do that, no, no. Like, it happens to me as well. I'm not saying I'm the best at it, but I'm trying. So what we can do is change how we react to something that we don't want them to do. If we are looking at some child that sees a muddy puddle, we as parents go, oh no, we've just washed the pants, what's going to happen, the shoes are going to get ruined. Do not step into that muddy puddle. And I can promise you now, if my son sees me say that, he goes, oh, I really want to step into that muddy puddle right now. He's going to be in it, I can promise you that. So instead of telling his brain, look at the muddy puddle, which I'm saying because he doesn't understand negative or positive, if I would have said to him, go jump in the muddy puddle, he will also jump into the muddy puddle. So we need to kind of distract ourselves and say, hey, look at this really, really cool bird over there. Um, just an example here. Oh, hey, how about we go to the playground? Look, I think your friends are going to come. Obviously, in this time, we can't say that because we're probably not going to be able to talk to our friends, unfortunately, for a while. We'll talk to, yes, but not hang out with. Um, this is what I'm talking about, like choosing your words wisely and rewiring the brain. Rather than saying don't and no, find other ways to distract. We do the same to our brain. Don't tell yourself that you want to lose weight and that you are wanting to get rid of your being overweight, but tell your brain already something different, distract it and say, hey, I'm beautiful, I'm amazing, I'm awesome, which will help your vibration and will attract you to get fitter, eat healthier, feel good about yourself, your levels of cortisol go down, the better you feel about yourself and that alone will make you lose weight, okay? And then you've got to do the doing as well, of course, right? So let's talk about the conditioning and how we can change our vibrations. Instead of getting angry in situations, we can become an observer. Instead of going, I'm reading a comment online and I'm like a keyboard warrior straight away and I'm replying, blah, 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 blah. Be an observer. And don't feel like you need to have like any kind of attachment to it. Number one. Number two, breathe. Breathing is so powerful and meditation is so powerful. Just chill a little bit. Breathing can change your entire anxiety into something that is a lot more easy to handle, okay? Compassion. Really understand how negativity can affect someone else. I have a really great video to show you after this presentation that will show you exactly how negativity can affect everything 
even an apple. I'm not even joking. Then have gratitude and always be gracious and write it down. Write down what you are thankful for because you will get more of it. Always do it with love. Be kind to one another. Stop arguing online. Stop calling people names. Stop threatening people. What is the point? Everybody is in the same situation. And if we practice love, that is what we will get back. It's science. It's the law of vibration. And also try new things, even if you are scared. Because if you are successful, you will boost your confidence so much and you will attract more of it because you get excited. Your serotonin levels rise and your love for what you achieved is going to be so great. And then also start sitting in front of the mirror and just telling yourself that you are awesome, amazing and confident. Take 15 minutes per day, shut your eyes and imagine things. Like I said in the beginning of the presentation or halfway through, the same things happen to your neurons in your brain and they fire exactly the same way, whether you are imagining it or whether you are in the actual situation. So 15 minutes a day, sit down, imagine the perfect you, the perfect business situation, the perfect relationship and see it very, very clearly in the front of you, in front of you. Imagine the colors. How does it feel when you touch it? How does it smell? How does that make you feel? Obviously, we want to create this really positive state of vibration. And if we're doing this, we can lift our vibration, our frequency, and we attract more of that. Let go of negativity and just try and see others' opinions sometimes and just let it go. Don't force anything and always listen to your gut because that is a way of your body telling you if you should and shouldn't be doing something. If you feel like you really want to reply to someone and telling them off and you feel like, oh, should I do it? You probably shouldn't. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. And also do not be available for negativity and it's so hard sometimes. And the other day I had to, I had a little bit of a breakdown and it happens to anyone. If you get constant negativity put onto you at some stage it's just going to affect you especially in times like these but it is a matter of how you deal with them and I just did a quick video to talk about it got it out of my system and now I feel a million bucks again and I'm so glad that I can help you hopefully achieve the same now this is a quick picture I want to show, show you this is actually the chart of consciousness yeah you can see right on the bottom and i'm talking about low vibration versus high vibration and really tuning into the frequency that we are wanting to be the best no matter what it is that we do at what we can be enlightened people people that are very religious monks or Buddha, for example, Buddha is enlightened. Yeah, and this is what the Buddhist Buddhism works towards: um, love, peace, joy, and enlightenment. This is where magic happens. And if you do some research on enlightened people, there's actually some stuff that is quite magical. Yeah, but I don't want to go too deep into this in this course because really it is about helping you right now in the now and then. And no one that is super super sad and anxious right now is going to be enlightened tomorrow it is a long process to get there i'm certainly not enlightened so the more you expand 
your consciousness, like right now you watched this module, it would have helped you to level up at least one, maybe even two, to really understand, yes, my thoughts are what create the things. And being in this group and in this course is going to help me get better and better and better at my own thinking. But also I have to put a lot of work in myself, of course. So if you are currently in a state of fear, after this module, you might be in a state of desire, maybe even anger that you haven't done it previously. Maybe you're even too proud to admit that you have been in it. Or you are now in the state of courage. Yes, I am going to tackle this. Yes, I am going to do my daily activities to get to where I want to be in my vibrational frequency. Okay? Again, it's all science. There's no trick behind it. It really has to do with how we feel, how we think and imagine things and make that turn into reality. And we cannot do this by sitting on the couch, being depressed and fearful. Okay, as I have already promised in module number one of the Science of Manifestation part one, I spoke about how our thoughts, our words and even music or anything like that can totally affect the vibration and with that affects pretty much everything in the universe. So make sure you watch this video now. This is nothing you can listen to. Watch it very closely and I'm sure you will be amazed. And I get you to do the same at home because now you probably have time to try it out. It's just important to know because the way that we speak and even think about other people can greatly affect how they are and how they feel. In this experiment, I want to see if our thoughts can affect the world around us. You've probably heard people say that our thoughts shapes our reality, and it's this I want to put to the test. This experiment will show that thoughts are vibrations and have different frequencies, and thus affect our circumstances. The late researcher Dr. Masaru Emoto conducted a study lasting many years to see if human consciousness can affect the molecular structure of water. In his research, he exposed water to different words, pictures and songs, and then froze the water to examine it with microscopic photography. The water exposed to positive speech and thoughts resulted in beautiful crystal formations, and the water exposed to negative speech and thoughts gave ugly crystal formations. Granted, his research has been criticized for both right and wrong reasons. Personally, I keep an open mind. The rice experiment I'm about to try it's not a very scientific approach, obviously, and it doesn't really prove anything, but it's a very interesting experiment nonetheless, and it seems to be working every single time. Since rice absorbs water when you cook it, you can basically conduct the same research Dr. Masaru did. I approached the experiment by purchasing three brand new glass containers. I cooked some rice and added the exact same amount of rice in each container. And every day for about two months, I'd spend 60 seconds per container telling them either negative or positive things. The container marked love. I'd say nice things such as, you're awesome and I love you. And to the container marked hate, I'd say horrible things such as, you don't deserve to live and you make me sick and go and kill yourself. And the container marked ignore, I do just that. It's been about nine weeks now and it's finally over. 
and I'm happy to tell you that it's a success. All right, and this is what happened. Now, you might think that there's room for coincidence, but this works every time. If you want to try it yourself and narrow down your odds, try using 25 containers or even 50 containers. This works and it shows that our thoughts literally shapes our life. Okay, today is day one of the experiment. Today is the 5th of March 2020. And I have seen this experiment done with rice and different fruits before. So because I'm too lazy to cook rice, we're going to use a nice new apple. So this experiment is originally from Masaru Imamoto. And we're gonna, oops, cut it in half. And we're going to place each half into the same type of jar. I'm going to shut the jar later on with these. And one jar will get love and one jar will get hate. Um, I don't really know which one. Let's do this one that already is a little bit funny. We'll give this hate. And then the other jar will get lots of love. So every day now until the lash open, I will talk to the love jar and also to the hate jar. The love jar will get lots of affirmations and beautiful words and perhaps I will give it a cuddle. <laughs> the jar itself, not the apple. Uh, I don't want to touch the apples at all and I'm going to leave both in the same environment and I'm going to film every day um, of what is going to happen. And I will also try to put just thoughts towards the love apple and just positive vibrations. Whereas on the other hand, of course, this apple is going to cop it. I'm going to call it names. I'm going to tell it that I hate it. I'm going to ignore it. And I'm going to just send lots of negative thoughts, lots of negative vibration. So this is what we're going to do. So let's place these apples. I'm going to place them right next to each other. So that no one can say that we haven't done the exact same environment. So love on the left. This one on the hate side and that's all and now we're going to start and i will update you with every day condensation and he looks pretty normal on the inside no stupid hate apple oh, looks a little browner also condensation i guess too early to tell Hate apple is getting a little bit of something. Friday the thirteenth. Sorry, I wasn't very um good doing this regularly but you can see the love apple hello metallic and you can definitely tell a difference now with the hate apple as well i yelled at him a bit yesterday a bit too much needed to get some frustration out <laughs>
I have not been checking daily and also the event was cancelled now where I was supposed to show this video but I thought I'd still go with it so this is the love apple and we have the hay double here wow holy moly I know 18th of March today which one Busty do you reckon is the hay apple without reading it this one why do you think that is because it's super brown it is isn't it and that one wow that one is a little bit brown yeah but it's all really good wow so today's the 20th today we are opening our apples because i have to do um the presentation today so we need to have a look Ooh. and now smell the other one don't vomit smell the other one Love apple, hate apple. I hate that. Oh God. So I would suggest you guys try this out at home. What? I was actually very worried at week two, beginning of week two, that this wouldn't work, but then all of a sudden it started changing. 